What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules Day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease I got this feeling that I've been here before I got this feeling that I've been here before yeah yeah Ooh, yeah welcome to We Knows Parenting I'm Peter McNerney I'm Beth Newell and we're in it we're doing it episode 98 wow can you believe that we're almost to 100 can you believe a hundred weeks. So, like the rest of you, we're um, still in coronavirus lockdown. Um, Surprise. We Our hearts are going out to those of you who are in uh, essential workforces. And yes, first and people foremost. in New York City and areas that are being very affected right now. Um, we are still riding this out in Massachusetts. We're <laughs> boy. We're mostly doing good. It's been a little bit of a bumpy ride here. <laughs> um, but yes, relatively, we're great um, uh, compared to people who are really struggling. But yeah, uh, we're very lucky. Obviously, but we're also having to deal with each other. That being said, uh, <laughs> we have our own challenges. What are some of yours this week, Elizabeth? Um, it's just trying to carve out space and time to be alone and away from you all is my number one concern that and my allergy situation how were they compared to last week better than last week but it's still like it feels like in terms of keeping the kids away from me it feels like there's like a strong effort early in the week and then as the week goes on it's kind of like our regular weeks where everything just slowly starts to fall apart and the kids become more tired yeah. and everyone's trying like it becomes sort of every man for himself and it devolves and it's not fun by the end <laughs> the end of the week fell apart in terms of our rules but today boy being back on track and being very clear about who's in charge of what when felt yeah. better it feels like it feels good for it to be a Monday and be like, okay, we're hunkering down. And it kind of feels good to be the weekend when we're like, okay, we're not really going to try to work that hard. And then everyone's like a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Um, but Friday when you're almost there. Yeah. Friday was hard because you're kind of like neither here nor there. Like the kids are too tired to actually uh, do anything productive or be left alone. And then like our efforts to get work done are increasingly futile and we really should already be throwing in the towel. We should, except today 
They got a lot of education today. Daddy school was back in full swing. <laughs> and I, I saw the, Bryn's teacher has been sending, at the beginning, I think every educator was suddenly wildly trying to figure out how to do their job digitally. And especially for a kindergarten teacher, like what the hell do you do? So I feel like the, the resources she was sending our way were a little hodgepodge and weird, and I would just ignore them. Because I was yeah, the emails that Bryn's teacher were, were sending were so frequent that I just couldn't even like catch up to read the first or second email, and then I was just like, you know what, I don't read these emails. So I emailed her and I gave her an up because she uh, is great, and she she reached out to us individually as I assume she did with all the kids. She's like, how's it going? And I, I explained, I was honest, I was like, we're not really following what you're sending us, but here's what we're doing, it's a lot of stuff. And she's like, that's fabulous, don't worry about it. So that took a, a, a load off. But then today, I actually went in and started reading her notes, and she has this, uh, this online resource where she signed up her class for like these reading challenges. And I ignored it at first, because I'm like, Bryn is a great reader and he's reading all the books here. But I opened it today, and it's a very simple, you know, Bryn, it, there's like t- 20 books. Um, they're very simple. And he clicks on the button to read them. And he reads the book. And then he takes a quiz about it. And uh, we started, actually opened this up and logged in and created his account and started doing it. And I was shocked at how into it he was. He read like 20 books in a row. And I was like, this is great. And then I was like, let's take a break because then you you get points and you build up all these like stars and then you can take the stars and go into a spaceship and build your little special spaceship room where you can buy robots and aliens. And this immediately destroyed the whole thing <laughs> because as soon as Bryn realized he could spend these stars on cool things, he rushed back to the books and started reading them too fast. And he, <laughs> that, then he started, he had a perfect score for like 20 books. And then the next three, he started getting questions wrong <laughs> because he would just want to get the stars and he'd rush back to like buy an alien. And then he got so mad when he missed a question. And I'm like, you're overloaded, man. You got to take a break because you're not <laughs> remembering anything from the books because you've just read now 30 books. And so he's got a lot of points, but I'm like, this incentive was all wrong. I should have left it alone when, when the incentive was just reading. Yeah. It's hard not to like fall in those traps when you're doing homeschool and just like you say something offhand and then suddenly it like derails the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> that That is, I think my big suggestion for parents trying to do any sort of homeschooling. Schedules are great. You know, if you can get them to work, but ultimately desire drives learning. So if your kid's attention and excitement is pointed in a direction that is in any way productive (laughs) or educational, don't try to, don't try to push, take a hard right turn into something else. Ride that wave (laughs) and just say, they're into this right now. Let's just get everything educational out of it. We can. And if that means four days of complicated addition, yeah, which it was for Bryn. I mean, for it. our kids, I think this advice is pretty applicable for our kids who are three and five years old. I feel like for other people, like for us, the learning resources seem kind of like a waste of time because it's like very time consuming to look up the resources and figure them out. And it's just, it's like for a five-year-old. So it's not like, it's like we could challenge them on our own. If our kids were older though, I do think I would be like, what is common core math? Oh, yeah. How does life work? Like, I would need more help. And I do think, like, kids at those ages might want to be stimulated in ways that I could not directly provide. <laughs> I would, I think in some ways I would love it because I think the common core, like, what you need to figure out is a l- a little more tangible. Well, this is what I like about daddy school being more structured is that you love to set the rules and be the leader. Mm-hmm. And I don't, don't, in, I don't enjoy like repeating things. Like I just don't like, 
I want to be doing something new and interesting. So yeah, like mommy school tends to be more free form and we take a walk in, uh, on the beach in the afternoon. Like, like these kids need to get outside. <laughs> Sometimes mommy school is like a task that allows mommy to clean the kitchen. <laughs> Sometimes mommy school is a walk. <laughs> and that's but fine. we had a really good walk today and they were like playing and like we were on this like adventure and then we drew a square door in the sand and we jumped into it into like a different world wow. and then like they were loving it so it was like it's very Jacqueline West books of elsewhere yeah well then we when we were jumped through the sand one on one of the times Bryn was like we're in a book and then they just kept saying that over and over again they were like we're in a book their uh, their make believe is getting like <laughs> like narnia level you know like the kids that in the lion the witch and the wardrobe are in this giant empty house and so they just ex- explore and create their own worlds and i, yeah. I feel like they're they're in that mode. They're, in they're starting to have house. like callbacks. Like they're always like, okay, you're Winkle, I'm Tinkle, <laughs> and you're Inkle. Like they have like go-to characters. Uh, can we talk about the fake mustaches today? <laughs> I don't know where they got those. They just started, they just walked into the room when I was there. They're both holding, were holding fingers up to their mouths t- as fake mustaches at, in disguise. And they, Brent said, I'm Mr. Rogers and this is Mrs. Rogers. Yeah. And I love, um, <laughs> somebody pointed out on Instagram that Mrs. Rogers uh, has a mustache as well. Yeah. That's my favorite detail. Really rather inconspicuous. And then I, I said, where are my children? And Brent said, they, what did he say? They went on a hike and they're never coming back. <laughs> like they went in the woods. And they're never coming back. You'll never see them again. Um, so <laughs> there's mommy school and there's daddy school, but periodically there's also alley school. Yeah. Today my sister had a really good homeschool session with them. So she... I told her, I was like, you should teach them civics. And she did. Boy, did she teach them civics. So she, my sister, with along with Brendan Maven, created... Uh, a household government for us. With they wrote a constitution. With different branches of government. So there's the legislative branch, which is composed of the five of us in the House. And then the judicial branch, which is my parents. Well, your parents and my brothers. And your brothers. And the executive branch, which is your parents, because they own this house that we're currently in. Yes. And then... We, so then my sister wrote some bills with my with Brent and Maven. Each of them had a bill that they sponsored and some of them had co-sponsors. So for example, one of the bills Bryn said there's a bill he wrote that says if someone yells butt slap, then everyone has to slap their butts 10 times. If they don't, they go to prison forever. If they, yeah, they go to prison forever. So that bill did not pass. I think a lot of us felt that oh, the actually, prison... Actually, Allie wrote a bill. If someone says jumping jacks, you have to do 10 jumping jacks. And if you don't, you go to prison forever. And oh, that, yeah. That was voted down. That was voted down. The slap, butt slap was passed. Yeah, that was a three to five vote. And passed. then Maven, historically, her bill passed unanimously, which was a bill that said... Everybody should have a brain. Everyone is supposed to have a brain. Oh, yeah. Everyone is supposed to have a brain. That's the full text of the bill. Yeah. Not unclear what the penalties are or yeah, I don't uh, think how that says, is interpreted. It doesn't say you must. It just says you're supposed to. So that bill passed unanimously, and then it went to the executive branch. On a, a, We had a Zoom conference with all three branches of government. <laughs> Nana and granddad and grandma and grandpa. <laughs> Your dad and my dad both had some good zingers on the call. It, they were in their their element. Yeah, when we said we said the ten butt slaps rule, when someone yells butt slap, and my dad said, "Isn't everyone already doing that?" <laughs> and then your dad had one about uh, the executive branch. I don't know something about legislative branch not having brains. So oh, yeah. they signed into law the butt slap law. The executive branch signed it. They vetoed the everyone is supposed to have a brain 
I think on solid grounds. It was wishwashy, could be interpreted too loosely. It would have a legal challenge. So they vetoed it, but it was a unanimous vote. So we overturned the veto. Yeah. And uh, so we have two new laws. Yeah. And then at the end of the call with them, Bryn did yell butt slap. um, And then he did not slap his own butt. So he was taken to court. Um, it w- and he argued that as the person who yells butt slap, he doesn't have to slap his own butt. He had a pretty good argument. The law said that when anybody says butt slap, you have to slap your butt <laughs> 10 times. So there was an implied sense of other in it, um, but the judicial branch said they needed six months to deliberate. Yeah. So it's, so all, it's tied up in court. My sister's going to work on them to write uh, some more specific laws going forward to account for these kind of issues and in interpretation of the law. Um, can we talk about how much ice cream we've eaten? We've eaten a lot of everything lately. A lot of home-cooked meals. Um, some really, really good recipes, I would say. Really good improvised recipes. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, I love, I love how much we're eating, just immediately eating all the leftovers. I feel like at home we waste so much food, but here we're like, we don't want to go to the grocery store. We're really doing pandemic. And so we're like, uh, Allie just made a, a taco salad from our, from our tacos the other night. I made a tortilla casserole from our tacos. That was three meals from that taco night. Yeah. Taco night is really <laughs> prolific. Versatile. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. We're really, we're really isolated out here, aren't we? <laughs> Are we? Yeah, I suddenly just five seconds ago felt in, just talking to, you know, thousands of people who aren't here. Yeah. Was a weird moment of, oh, my God. We are alone. And I'm sure a lot of people are feeling that right now, especially people who are literally alone. I've got uh, a good number of friends in apartments uh, that are literally alone. My brother is literally alone. It's tough out there. I'm, I am really, you know, I don't want to be too dark on the podcast, but I am getting increasingly worried for an increasing number of people. Um, so I hope everyone listening is doing okay, mentally and physically. And I gotta say, I really am enjoying, I'm, I'm online and on social media more than I, than I normally would want to be. Um, but it feels like a, a lot of time there is a nice balance of, boy, we're taking this, at least in my like sphere, in my bubble. People are obviously taking this very seriously, but there's also a nice balance of, well, and then beyond that, let's be positive and let's be here for each other and let's let's find healthy diversion. Um, and again, like, uh, that's great. Prepared and positive. I feel thing we can be. like I feel that way when I interact with people directly, like if I have a Zoom happy hour with my old improv team or like when I'm texting my close friends or like my coworkers, if we're on Slack or whatever, I feel that way. But when I go on social media, it's like very overwhelming between the news and then people's anger about the news yeah. and very understandably it's just really overwhelming and i do i it's i think it's just really hard to find a balance of like taking this seriously and trying to be somewhat informed and also making sure that you're taking care of yourself and you're like not making yourself crazy for no reason cuz i think for a lot of us we're not you know, healthcare workers, there's not a lot we can do day to day. And I don't think it's like helpful for anyone for us to like make ourselves crazy about it. Yeah. I'll completely adjust what I, what I, I said. That's not general social media. I go to my Facebook newsfeed and it's, Oh, miserable. But these targeted specific online communities, uh, you know, like I talked to all the story pirates company members and it's, it's a it's a specific and positive focused group or like a Zoom Zoom hangout with people. 
for sure. Yeah, but well, going down the social media drain in general is the opposite of that, even though I made it sound like that's what I was talking about. Well, I mean, there's some good things on social media. I don't think it's all bad, and I think a lot of people are just reporting the facts as they should. But it's just like I do feel like you really have to monitor your media intake in general right now. Yeah, it's just how curated are your feeds. You know, I've got my Facebook feed is, is the Wild West, and so I don't touch it because it's thousands of people that I don't really know, and so I'm stressed for no reason. Whereas my Instagram is nice and tidy and focused and shallow in the number of... <laughs> shallow in that... In that you're shallow. I I mute almost everybody so that I... Not because I don't want to know what's up with people, but so that I run out of stuff to look at quickly. And that's what that's what maintains my sanity. And then every once in a while I'll go through and I'll unmute people I, I miss and I'll re mute people that I've seen a lot of. I do think since we've been here, I've have I've never looked at social media less over such an extended period of time. That's like great. I've, How do you I've feel? I've done it. I mean, I still feel crazy because it's like proportionally, it's still sort of crazy online. But I don't like because I'm with the kids and I can't really look at it. And then when I'm working, I really need to focus on work because the news is so distracting. Like I just can't be on it as often, like just browsing things. It's too taxing right now. It's like, it's just too emotionally exhausting to like hear how badly everyone is doing. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, I just can't. And I think it's, I feel good about, trying to limit it to some degree. I, I still feel like I need to like check in and not like completely become a hermit. Um, but our job right now is as, as global citizens is to like not jump the gun on anything. Yeah. To hunker down and literally get out of the way. And there's, it re, if I get too far into it, that I get that sense of like, I should be doing something. Yeah. And that's the, in, for the, in the most, for the most part, that's the opposite. Well, I just I just want to be aware of what's like happening to people in our home city of New York where people are really suffering. Like I want to be tuned into the conversation and like know yeah. what's up and um it, you know, it's getting dangerous for people we know. And but I do think like our primary objective right now as parents is to take care of ourselves so that our children don't remember this as like a scary traumatizing time where their parents were upset all the time. <laughs> You know? Yeah, no, and I don't. I think they're having a great time. I did have my first like serious talk, ser- quote unquote serious, not serious, but very upfront talk with him about what was going on. Because I took him to the dump. So here, there's no garbage collection where we are, so we have to go to the dump uh, or the the, uh, the the transfer center and recycling center. And uh, so I took Bryn, and obviously I was like, you have to stay in the car. And he's like, why? And I'm like, well, we're all staying away from each other right now. And then that led to a long conversation about all this. And it was the most like, here's literally what's going on. Here's how dangerous it is. We talked about people dying, and but also let him know that he's, you know, he's safe. He's low risk. And he had a lot of very thoughtful questions. He also told me, he goes, well, it's happening because... Um, because uh, Chinese people ate bats, right? And I was like, what? <laughs> and then, you know, it's like, you know, they don't really know what the source of this was, but it, was, it could be from, like, uh, people think from animals and initiated in China or bats or pangolins or whatever. And then I was like, started to get into the, like, well, you don't want to just start saying Chinese people eat bats. Uh, that's, you know, trying to get into... <laughs> Uh, racial sensitivities and I was like is this this is too complex I feel like at his age sometimes you're better off changing the conversation rather than like creating an elaborate story around Chinese people and bats that he's going to continue to misinterpret yes (laughs) it's like I was like well we they we don't know what happened he was like my friend told me there's Chinese people eating bats and I was like well we don't know and maybe somebody did uh, but obviously not all Chinese people are eating bats. Yeah. He, and I was like, let's let's talk about statistics instead. Um, let's talk about statistics. <laughs> I really was. I was like. Listen, five-year-old son, let's talk about statistics. I was talking about death rates instead of. Uh, you were talking about death rates? 
Not not really. I mean, I did talk about how it's dangerous for certain people. Oh my god. He was very thoughtful. He's not scared, but he he could sense he could sense the gravity of the situation. <laughs> oh, what are we gonna do for episode one hundred? I don't know. Listeners, write in. Tell us how should we celebrate in uh, here at the end times. Um, and that's Maybe. been our week. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This next segment is called Listeners Want to Know. It's where we take questions and comments from you guys. But first, I'm going to adjust my chair loudly. That wasn't as loud as I thought it was going to be. Oh, boy. Okay, we got a lot of listener mail. You are all at home. You have thoughts. You have time. And so you are sharing. Thank you. Um, I think we're actually... We're definitely going to be in an, an era where we can't get to as many emails as we'd like to. Um, in an era. <laughs> in an era. We're getting more than uh, than normal, which is great. Please keep sharing even if we don't we don't get your, to your email. Please keep, keep please, sharing. Please. Um, great. All right. So this email comes to us from Craig. Question, colon, behavior. Um, this to me feels like... Uh, is this a British or maybe Canadian spelling of behavior? B-E-H-A-V-I-O-U-R. Behavior. Um, not a criticism, just an observation. So I have a five-year-old girl, a two-year-old girl, and a week-old boy. Well, with these times of physical distancing, we are spending a lot of time in a smallish apartment together. My question is, what do you guys do when your kid zeroes in on a behavior and won't stop, nor listening, uh, nor listen to interruptions or change requests? Uh, my two-year-old has so many ideas in her head, but often will not accept any deviation nor distraction from those she focuses on in a moment, such as stealing the one book the five-year-old uh, is trying to read, even though they are hundreds, there are hundreds of books around. The two-year-old will retry after separation or break down into tantrum rather than perform a different task with either parent. The five-year-old will ask the same question to the same thing over and over, regardless of what you just told her two minutes ago, <laughs> even if it was yes, but wait five minutes. 
I'm struggling with being able to break into my kid's head during these moments and find myself getting frustrated. <laughs> Any suggestions or at least similar stories to share so I don't feel like the only parent feeling like this? Oh, I've read some articles, but they seem focused on what not to do, which I can already <laughs> uh, check most of the list. <laughs> and esoteric suggestions on what to strive for without ideas of actual things I could attempt. Love the show and quite enjoyed Beth's book as the man... Uh, as a man, as it candidly let me further into a world I will never experience myself. Love, Craig. He didn't say love, but it is Craig. <laughs> Thank you, Craig, Craig, for the love. To answer your question, um, no, you're the only one. No one else has ever experienced any of those things. <laughs> Just kidding. Only your kids are difficult. Boy, um, I related to everything you just said. I started to formulate an answer to what he was saying and then he mentioned that one of the kids is two years old and then I was like oh never mind I don't think there's anything there's no hope you could do <laughs> you're living with an insane person um I don't yeah I the two-year-old we fall into the trap two and m most of three I feel like we fall into the trap of thinking they are more mature than they are Especially with the second kid. Like, today Maven was doing some, like, she was writing her letters and she was trying, she was asking me how to spell words and she was writing the words backwards. And I had such an urge to be like, that's wrong. You need to, like, you need to write in this direction. And then I remembered that Bryn, who is like almost two years older than her, was probably doing the same thing, like, a few weeks ago. You know, <laughs> like, I just, like, I was like, I just, you, like, expect so much of them. <laughs> Bryn wrote the N in his name backwards for a year because <laughs> I pushed to correct him. And then he was like, fuck you. I'm doing it this way forever. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, with some of this stuff, I like depending on the behavior, obviously, if it's like hitting or something, you have to have kind of harsh, consistent punishments. But um, with other stuff, I do think like when it's just like them arbitrarily like picking an argument or re-asking a question, I think the best thing you can do is like try to convince yourself that you don't care at all. <laughs> oh, boy, it <laughs> just saying stop does not work. I mean, with Bryn, who's <laughs> nearing six, it's sometimes that is starting to work where I just say don't. Bryn, stop. Or it's the Bryn, stop, or there's no ice cream. I'm going to count to three. And, like, you can stop him that way. But any younger, and it's it's the only time I'm successful is when I'm able to redirect. But I, I don't know. I think we have pretty stubborn kids. I'm yeah. not saying other kids, people's kids are, like, easy all the time. But I do think, other, like, there's different demeanors in children where some people have, like, a kid who follows directions. <laughs> I mean, the times I'm successful is the story pirates model, which is, you know, when we're in a school and we're trying to get the attention of 600 screaming, excited kids, we don't ever try to stop it. It's uh, the job is to always be more interesting than the thing they're interested in right now that's distracting them. So like the only time I'm ever able to get Maven to calm down is like, one, don't get in her way. She's upset, and I can tell that she's upset, so I need to let her calm down. And then when I come in, I'll just, I just start looking at something across the room. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, was there a spider in the corner? Especially, I don't know about you, Maven, but I'm afraid of spiders. I'm going to go check, and then I'll fall down and pretend to hurt myself. And then she'll start laughing, and I'll do that ten more times until I know that she's truly forgotten what that first thing is. I also, sometimes if they're arguing over something arbitrary lately, I'll just try to, like, talk about something more interesting or exciting that they want. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I mean, it, it's it, you, if I can trick them into thinking I have completely not heard anything that they're complaining about. <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh my gosh, I think there's a horseshoe crab outside. I'm going to go look. <laughs> They'll follow you. <laughs> but if you're like, guys, stop fighting. You know what we should do? Let's do something else. They know that you're trying to redirect them. And it doesn't work as well. But I just like ignore them and then redirect. And yeah. again, this is like my my batting average is probably 250. I'll say somewhat related, something I'm realizing in the age of coronavirus is that 
I need to wear headphones more often when I'm trying to do anything or work or just like not feel insane because there's always so much noise and like arguing happening about like things that I don't need to be interested in. Like I don't need to care about the outcome of like who's allowed to read the book. Yeah. You know, so it's like I really need to find some new coping mechanisms to like not be tuned in. I'll tell you, my mine is uh, AirPods Pro. Those noise cancellation well, feature. Well, that's a privilege that you have. It does. I, it was expensive. AirPods Pro. It was expensive. I paid for it. <laughs> it's a quality purchase. I think regular headphones are also equally good. <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm not dissing anyone else's headphones. I'm just a loving mine right now. Yeah. A lot of people will probably be purchasing noise canceling headphones in the near future. Um, people are purchasing a lot of things. I, yeah. I read some, just a headline, where it's like Walmart or some online retailer is selling disproportionately far more shirts right now than pants because everyone's going to work on Zoom. Yeah. And they just need nice shirts. Well, I'll also say, I read somewhere that like, delivery people are operating at like Christmas time levels of purchases. So they're like working a lot and it's like people need to tone down a little bit with the purchases because you're putting (laughs) delivery people at risk to have them working so much. Uh, So, but but we also need stuff. Well, yeah, it's also, yeah, just, I think we, I am trying to like tone down the non-essential purchases because I mean, granted, we've purchased a lot because we are in a home that is not ours. But um, yeah, I'm trying not to like jump on every like, you know. I think like we're all kind of going to our coping mechanisms right now, which is like food and alcohol and TV and like I retail therapy is a real thing that I think we all do to some extent, Mm -hmm. um, if we can afford it. And I think it's like, it's, I'm trying not to follow that urge or like today I would like look at, I would browse like sweatpants online and like I'd put it in the cart and then I'd go to a different store and put something in the cart there. And then I just closed all the tabs. (laughs) I was like, I'm not, I was like, I don't need this. I, <laughs> Boy, I've never had that problem. I just like was fantasizing about like all the comfy outfits I could be wearing right now. I mean, if you're going to do it, put it all in one big cart. Well, that's what I was trying shipment. to do. But ultimately, I didn't really find a store that was satisfying. So I just gave up. Well, good for you. Um, yeah, but it was fun. Um, okay. I know this is listeners want to know, but we're going to do one quick. We knows what they look like because, by the way, we're still getting a lot of baby pics. And we love, we love them. We love all of them. We've now They're hit perfect. the saturation point where we can't do our our weird live reaction <laughs> to your baby photos. But we're going to keep doing some just because I need to show Beth this picture. This is from Jen. Baby pick. Had to share this one of my son Atticus's first time taking a bath in the sink. Yes, he was a huge ner- newborn of German ancestry. Enjoy. <laughs> Ready, Beth? We're yeah. closer together, so I can just show you. One, two, three. First time in the sink. Oh, my gosh. His little scared brownie mouth is so cute. He has a look on his face <laughs> that says, why are you doing this to it's me? It's just wide-eyed, pure terror. He's like, why am I wet? I thought I thought I, I had trust in you. What is this? That he, is t- terror. That was beautiful. But there's still, it's not... Oh, that is so cute. Uh, you know what? We got a lot more listener mail, so we're going to take a quick break and then come back with more listeners want to knows. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. 
Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Now it's time for more Listeners Wanna Knows. So many listeners, they got to knows. So little time, so much listening. That's not true. We have a lot of time. <laughs> These days, this email comes to us from Sarah. Great subject line. How important is preschool, really? Hi, Beth and Peter. Ignoring the current pandemic parenting anxiety and choosing to be anxious about more normal parenting issues, I have a listener's want-to-knows question for you. My eldest just turned three, and I suddenly started panicking about preschool, which I never spent a single second thinking about before. We live in rural-ish uh, Virginia, and all the public preschool programs around here are only for at-risk students. The only private preschools I can find within an hour here are through churches, but we aren't uh, at all religious. So is preschool all that important? I don't remember going when I was a kid. Same for my husband. Our son is pretty smart already. He knows his colors and shapes and alphabet and count can count to 20. He learns new things all the time somehow. I swear I don't know how. Or should we send him to a Christian preschool and try to dodge slash tastefully respond uh, to the inevitable questions about religion and faith that we're in no position to answer? Thanks for the hours of excellent content, Sarah. P.S. Sharing a picture of my babies just for the heck of it. Beth, ready? One, two, three, boom. Oh, yeah, that's an almost naked baby in a diaper. Very cute. And, and a toddler, I believe. Yes. Uh, or preschool. Or pre- I love soon the, to be preschooler. Very cute. And um, I love, the, I love the, the matching colors on that shirt and thing. Anyway. Anyway. Is he, it that important? Nope. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I'm ignorant to the like nuances of religious preschools in Virginia. But um, I do think. Like daycare is often not that far off from preschool in terms of structure and learning opportunities. And and similarly, if you're just keeping him at home, I think if you're doing anything remotely educational, it's the same level. I do. I think the value of preschool is socialization. Yeah, I'll I'll take back. I mean, I'm going to take back my, you know, my flippant no, uh, because it's. It's not across the board, no. It's preschool is a huge advantage in a lot of situations, but not everyone's situation is is the same. Uh, Right. I think like preschool is a huge advantage in terms of people's ability to like, you know, go back to work and like, you know, for like the average American who, you know what I mean. But um. But if your child is, I mean, honestly, if your child is just turning three or about to turn three and knows all of his letters and numbers up to 20 and shapes and colors, then 
content wise, he's doing great. He doesn't need school. There is a benefit to the social aspect of things. Um, but yeah, and if there's like, if there's some daycare, if he's around kids at all, then yeah. he's great. I, I think also like some preschools, the hours are like, it's like two hours a day, twice a week or something. And I think you could get similar benefits if you went to like, a library sing-along and signed him up for like a soccer class you know like just a couple of chances for him to interact with other kids you know i think that would be helpful um but or, but if but i don't yeah he's gonna be fine if you don't do any of those things i mean the fact that you clearly um you you are uh, asking the right questions, you have the right concerns, you are articulate, uh, <laughs> smart, seemingly uh, educated uh, parents. So that you're doing a that great aspect job. of yeah. it, your child has a leg up and is is covered. There are some kids who don't have that advantage, in which case, younger you know, having preschool at a younger age is like a a, a major benefit, right? Um, but from the very little I know about you, which is you know this well written email. Um, uh, you're fine. This is the kind of thing where I think like we, uh, you, when we look back on a child's life to their toddler years and around there, I don't like these are the kind of decisions that I think have very little bearing on. <laughs> who the person becomes. Um, so we're going through a big, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but so our kids are out of school. Obviously we've talked about that a lot Yeah. and we're trying to move uh, to Brooklyn and that's, you know, probably going to get delayed uh, um, as our, you know, for a lot of reasons. And so, you know, we might not be able to move before the school year starts. And so if we stay where we are, I haven't registered Maven for pre-K. Um, and I'm like, you know what? It's fine. There'll probably be room. And if there's not, <laughs> she's fine. We've learned how to Oops. do school. Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, if you had asked me, like, a month ago about the idea of starting them at in school in the middle of the school year in Brooklyn, I would have been, like, pretty stressed out about it. But at this point... So many things have gone off the rails. I don't like pandemic has really moved the goalpost. Yeah, I don't like that. No longer feels like a pressing concern. Yeah, and at this age, again though, if you know, if my kids were twelve, I would be a lot more stressed about. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. Even then, they those kids are resilient. They survive. They're. I'm not worried about them surviving. Uh, being out of school but but yeah three boy this is a this is a good time for a weird interruption to education yeah um all right next one ready this is the part of a similar theme pandemonium this comes from casey Hey, Beth and Peter, long time listener, first time writer here. My name is Casey and I'm from Saskatchewan, Canada. I'm currently working as a nurse at an acute care hospital. Things have been super crazy there. Lots of policy and procedure, lots of emptying out, emptying of the hospital, awaiting the surge as, is, as it's been called. When I'm off work, I'm now a teacher of my two daughters, Ruby, eight and Hazel, five. My husband works residential construction, which is considered essential, so we are both working full-time and calling on my parents to help support us a day or two a week to help with the kids. Controversial, I know. The constant caretaker role is taking some adjustment. As I had just reached the uh, sweet, sweet place of having days off during the week with both kids in school, which had improved my mental health status to somewhat stable, question mark, <laughs> prior to this pandemic. For schooling, we started off with a schedule, which included worksheets, outdoor play, arts slash creative stuff, and learning uh, apps. Some days, we are nailing it, and sometimes we don't. 
I admire your different styles of schooling, and it sounds like daddy school, coupled with a more open nature-based learning, will complement the learning-slash-teaching styles of everyone, which seems crucial to sanity. Today, in quote-unquote mommy school, my kids bailed on worksheets in favor of sweeping up the dirt in the alley, giving me an allergy attack. (laughs) I had to sleep for a night shift tonight. This sounds all like my life. (laughs) I had to sleep for a night shift tonight. So they watched two hours of television and ate snacks while I tried to sleep. My youngest daughter, Hazel, did did self-explore some math at lunch, where she discovered that one apple plus one apple equals butt cheeks. See photo (laughs) below. (laughs) A very cute little girl holding two apples together and smiling uh, as together they make a butt. That's great. Thanks for adding so much laughter and empathy to these crazy weeks and good luck in managing all the hats all at once while trying to function as an autonomous professional at work. We're all doing the best we can, and humor is the key to making it through alive. Casey's from Saskatchewan. Here's the picture, Beth. (laughs) That's so great. Uh, Casey, sounds like you're doing a great job through all of this. Thank you for this email. Um... I'm glad to hear from someone who's trying to like actually do their jobs and have to leave the house and deal with all this because that's a whole other stress that we're not having to deal with right now. Yeah. Um, and I what what she was saying about the how it's uh, controversial to be using her parents as help right now. I got I have to say like everyone needs to get through this the way they have to get through this, and there's no judgment from us on how you need to do that. I know we've all got our own economic concerns and health concerns well, and otherwise. It's also, you know, there's, we can't expect, uh, you know, the entire healthcare system right now needs everybody. Right. And there's and a, so yeah, there's a lot of that's just parents a great, who are working in various industries that we need right now. It's a great example of, uh, the sacrifices that people are making for everybody else. Yeah. I I know someone whose husband is a doctor and she is pregnant with a toddler and her husband has chosen to live live away from her right now to protect her from the virus. But then she's dealing with her own nightmare of parenting a toddler solo through all this while she tries to do her job. And like, anyway, it's just like... This is really a dumb joke, but the way you said it made it sound like she was pregnant with a toddler. No, like she, she's not pregnant with a toddler. Peter. She's like, I'm just not having this baby until the pandemic is over. <laughs> so with the toddler now, which is fine, no rush, uh, no rush to start preschool, no no rush to have the child be born. It's always funny to have these like pandemic type conversations with people who aren't parents because people will say things to you where they're like, "Well, I shouldn't get pregnant now. No one should bring a child into this," and you're like, "Well." Some of us already are. Life is going on. Like, yeah. can we, like, um, yeah, it's very, like. It's so interesting. So trying to, you know, I actually have a lot of work these days with uh, Story Pirates, and I'm trying to organize actors from their apartments. And there is a huge difference between the availability of people without kids and people with kids. Yeah. And well, people without kids will ha- start to have conversations with you or like people who have less, you know, like maybe their job is not happening right now or whatever. And they just have all this time to kill. And you're like, meanwhile, you're trying to like homeschool kids and do your job and all these things. And you're like, I can't just have this conversation casually. Yeah. Like we need to get to the point. Like I emailed 15 story pirates uh, who I know don't have children I was like, are you available for a thing tomorrow? And within 10 minutes, everyone was like, available. And the few parents that I've emailed have still not emailed me back. And I don't blame them because they've got less time to do work. Yeah. Well, like I, a couple of weeks ago, I had a, when we were first starting to get settled here and we didn't, didn't have a schedule, I had a conference call I was supposed to be on that I just didn't call into like I just like got so sidetracked by these children (laughs) um and it's just like there's stuff like that and I was like I was on a conference call this week with three other moms and it was just like 
one person was late to the call because their kid fell off a trampoline. And then one person had their kid like screaming in the background. Like another person had their kid come talk to them. Like it was just like Did I tell chaos. You, I was supposed to call in to, so the Story Pirates radio daily, daily at 11 a.m. Uh, check it out. But uh, I periodically have called into the show um, that I was supposed to on Saturday. But um, you and I got in a fight. And I got mad and I stormed out and I went for a long walk and I didn't bring my phone. And when I got back to the house, I had 40 texts from Lee saying, I'm calling you in. I announced you. Everyone's waiting for Peter. And I was like, oh, no, I missed my live appearance on Story Pirates Radio. Oops. Uh, which was, was real bad. It was real bad. I mean, when do I ever leave my phone? And I left my phone. I was like, I feel so free. You have never in your life left your phone. I mean, how how often am I truly away from my phone? It's kind of groundbreaking. It was great. And then I came back and I was like, I'll never leave my phone again. <laughs> I'm trying to, through this, get better at like walking away from my computer. Like, because we we both have these work schedules and then and, and we're taking shifts. And sometimes I'm with the kids and I have to just like try to achieve this new zen where I'm like, I'm getting emails and messages and questions from people and I just need to not care and they're just going to have to wait you know like yeah it's just like how urgent could anything be i have to constantly remind myself like you are a comedy writer and no one is going to die because you don't reply to this question right <laughs> yeah, now. yeah i got an email from my agent tonight asap voiceover audition and it was like right in the middle of making dinner my sh- my shift with the kids was on and i was like asap what does that mean i gotta record a podcast <laughs> And I was like, can I do this in the morning? She's like, yes, do by 1 p.m. tomorrow. I was like, oh. Normally I'd be freak out about it and I have to do it immediately. But now I'm like, I'm they're, not doing it. They're this saying ASAP on account of like the other clients that are like 22 and they're just Zoom calling everyone all night, you know? Two, they're just not going to sleep because they're Zooming <laughs> all night. <laughs> the kids and their Zooms. Um, Anybody go on a Zoom date? I want to hear about it. My sister's been Zoom dating. My brother's been Zoom dating. I mean, this is kind of like their love is blind. Except they can see each other. Except they're not blind. Love is as no tactile. (laughs) (laughs) Love can't smell. (laughs) (laughs) Bryn had a really good joke tonight where you were like I haven't showered in two days and Bryn goes I think you mean two years <laughs> uh, and with that that's been another episode of We Knows Parenting uh, hey if you want more stuff for your kids please check out storyprides.com we got storyprides radio live every day at 11am storyprides university where they can learn some uh, creative writing techniques at 1230 uh, uh, start a creator club membership uh, visit the podcast Uh, A lot of great stuff for kids. That's my gift to you. Um, Buy my book for someone you know who is pregnant. There's no manual. Honest and gory wisdom about having a baby. Can they get digital copies? They can. You can get the audio book or the Kindle version wherever books are sold. Uh, email us at uh, weknowspod at gmail.com. We want to hear how you are doing. Or leave us a voicemail at 347-384-7396. We'd love to hear your children yelling in the background. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we knows Pod. Rate, review, leave us a review. Uh, stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Stay don't home. Touch your face. You're doing great. You're doing a good job, even if you didn't do any homeschool this week. Bye. Bye. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. 
Exclusions apply. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.